PJ Pereira is an advertising executive and co-founder of the agency Pereira Odell. And he's created campaigns for big-name brands like Anheuser-Busch, Adobe, and Pillsbury. What is PJ Pereira known for? What is your magic? Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we are known for solving complicated problems. I heard from a client once that they tend to call us when the, the playbook has failed. Like, in, at some point, the formula stops working and then they call us. And last December, PJ got a call about a new big assignment to make ads to try to convince Americans to get the COVID shot. You know, when you're watching a movie and, and some at some point the main character gets a calling and it, someone calls, hey, we need you for something that is bigger than all of us. That was my personal moment of, of like, all right, I, I'm doing something with my skills. I'm doing something that is really making a difference in, in the country that I, I chose to live. But crafting a COVID vaccine campaign would be a particular challenge and way different from how typical ad campaigns go. Usually, PJ's helping brands sell their product to a narrow, targeted group of people. It's a focus effort. And the vaccination thing was kind of the opposite of that. What is... What is the way that we can talk to the largest group that we can and convince as many people, especially the ones that are not willing to do it, is fundamentally different uh, as an effort. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Thursday, July 22nd. Coming up on the show, one ad exec on what he's learned trying to convince vaccine-hesitant Americans to get the shot. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. The call PJ got in December asking him to help with a vaccine effort was from the Ad Council. The Ad Council links ad agencies like PJ's company with nonprofit causes. And over the years, it's put out some of the most iconic public service campaigns, like Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Or the 90s campaign about drinking and driving. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Now, the Ad Council was trying to find a message, a slogan, that would be the centerpiece of the vaccine drive. That's what brought the council to PJ. And that's how the whole thing started. That was like December 20th. PJ's assignment was to partner with different ad agencies to come up with a message, one that would resonate with as many vaccine-hesitant Americans as possible. But he ran into a problem. No one wanted to work over the year-end holidays. And PJ didn't want to wait. The slower we go, the more we wait, people are going to die. So 
we're going to start. So I, I got like a small team at the agency. I called a couple of people that I knew that, that were would really care about this. Hey, I'm sorry to ruin your, your holiday, but I have something special. There's something important. PJ found partners in San Francisco and Australia. And their first order of business was coming up with general principles to guide their approach. And they looked to research that the Ad Council had done that PJ says showed two things. First, they needed to speak to their audience with respect. With no respect, there's no conversation. We have people afraid of what they're going to put on their body. We have to respect that, right? We cannot just say, oh, you're dumb or you don't have information or you're being uh, political about this. You cannot minimize the weight of that decision. It's a big deal, period. You have to respect their hesitancy, their doubts, their questions. There's no conversation if there's no respect. And the second thing the research showed was trying to scare people into taking the vaccine wouldn't work. We cannot resort to fear. All the the anti-vax discourse is based on anecdotal fear uh, conversations. And when you're hit by fear on both sides, you freeze. When you're confronted by fears of two kinds, you can't act. With these two principles in mind, respect your audience and don't scare them, PJ and his team started brainstorming messages. They wanted to find something simple, adaptable, a phrase with longevity. But their instincts were off at the beginning. One idea PJ remembers was a catchphrase based on the I Voted campaigns that pop up around election time. We started talking about, oh, I voted, like, sticker. You know, it's like, let's say, let's get people to post on social media, I, I got the shot. But they decided that message would violate core principle number one. If you go there and do a, a I voted, I, I got the shot thing, you're going to go exactly into the quicksand trap of not treating people with respect. For someone that is hesitant, that doesn't know, that is afraid, seeing someone say, I took the shot with pride, says that I'm better than you. Not that that's the intention, but for if you're afraid, you don't know, that's how it feels. They're telling me that they're better than me because they took the vaccine, they're protecting the world, and I'm chickening out or I'm... I'm uh, falling for the politics or whatever. So I, and that would turn people off and get the discussion uh, to, to end. Using I got the shot wasn't going to work. PJ and his collaborators, Simon and Jason, were back at the drawing board. And then? Simon, the, our creative director that lived in Australia, he said, how about it's up to you? And we were, Simon and I and Jason were in a, in a Zoom call and it's like, oh, it's up to you? That's interesting. It's Up To You was interesting to PJ because it resonated with him personally. Because PJ had been vaccine hesitant. Around the time he got the call from the Ad Council, PJ recalls talking through his own concerns about the vaccine with someone he knew. I had just had a conversation with the father of one of my son's classmates, right? And imagine imagine this. Like, in my kitchen, the kids are playing video game downstairs, the two parents talking, he's black, I'm Latino, and we're talking about vaccines. Like, are you taking and saying, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to wait and see. How about you? I said, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to wait and see. So we're having this conversation. I feel like, yeah, and I, I got to go because I train uh, martial arts. I've been doing jujitsu for the last few years. This whole thing is, is a little uncomfortable. I don't know if I should be training or not. 
PJ said he'd been going to the gym during COVID, even though he wasn't sure it was a good idea. Then it's like, yeah, maybe if you take the vaccine, you could, you know, if people take the vaccine, you could train. It's like, oh yeah, I'm taking. So I changed my mind there in that conversation. PJ realized if he took the vaccine, he could go to the gym without worrying about it. And he knew that there were tons of things like this that Americans wanted to get back to safely. Going to sporting events, going to church, seeing family again. Especially family that was far away, like PJ's. My mom is in Brazil. My, my nephews and nieces, my brother and my sister are all in Brazil. I want to be able to see them. So when, when the, he said it's up to you, it's like, yes, that's it. To PJ, the idea of families reuniting was powerful. And he wanted a visual to bring it home. So I picked a photo, like of, I searched for like a hug, mom and daughter hug on, on YouTube. We opened a, a Google Slides that put that, that image for all of us. Uh, and Jason, the art director, wrote, it's up to you on top of it. And we said, we got it. PJ and his crew liked this idea, but they needed to stress test it. We were still in the Zoom. We called the, the ad council. Get your, your research people together because we're sending you some material in half an hour. In half an hour, we send them like 10 different photos of things, moments that we, we, between the three of us, we could imagine that people wanted to go back to and say, it's up to you go, to go back to them. The vaccines are here. Just, just that decision, you can go back to those things. And we took those photos and they tested. And the next day, it's like, oh my God, it tested so well. Not because we are brilliant. It's up to you. It has nothing original about it. But <laughs> the sensibility of it's up to you and showing a moment that you so desperately need, that's a hit. And we had it. They found their message. It's up to you. Now, they needed their messengers. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Workday. Get the whole band together with Workday and pair finance and HR on one platform for an epic performance. With Workday AI at the core, you'll make confident decisions faster than ever. And you'll drive flawless business and finance operations with an agile platform that constantly evolves to future-proof your organization. Be a finance and HR rock star with Workday. Visit Workday.com to learn more. Shortly after PJ and his team landed on their message, PJ got another surprise call from the ad council. My phone rings and it's like, oh, usually people don't call me this early in the morning. It was the ad council people say, hey, I need your help. What's up? I need to write a script in the next few hours. What for? We just got like three former presidents agreed to speak about this. And we need to write the script because they're going to record that during inauguration. Wow. And that was, okay, that's not a, a normal way of waking up. Former presidents Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama had signed on to make an ad urging Americans to get vaccinated. PJ and his team would write the script, and PJ was feeling the pressure. It's not the kind of thing that you, you're going to write a little joke or, no. It's three presidents 
it needs to sound like a, a speech that they are giving together. And it needs to feel like a message that is bigger than them and their own agendas and their own politics. That's why they're there side by side. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. In the ad, the three former presidents stand socially distanced in front of a backdrop of American flags. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. Thankfully, they're all as pro as it gets with the camera. So they stood up there and, and spoke to the camera. It was like first take, done. It was good. This presidential ad was just the beginning. As part of PJ's job, he needed to partner with companies and brands to create their own ads. One organization PJ reached out to was the NFL. We actually started to talk to the NFL first, and they came back to us and said, you know what, I think you're up to something much bigger. Let us call our friends. And so like, what do you mean? So like, they called all the leagues, got, us, got them on the phone. So all of a sudden, we have all sports leagues in the country in a, in a Zoom call. Let's do a spot all together. And so, yeah, let's do it. The ad they came up with is called Back in the Game, and it features a montage of dramatic sports moments, like a basketball player dunking and a golfer sinking a shot, a baseball player slamming a home run, and the crowds exploding in cheers. In the background, Willie Nelson sings I'll Be Seeing You. And I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places. You watch. Even if I explain to you how it is, once you see it, it still gives you goosebumps because you remember. So those moments are, are priceless, and I, I crave them. I want them so badly. For sports fans, the message was taking the vaccine is the first step to getting back to the stadium. The ad ends with a picture of a Band-Aid with the tagline, it's up to you. And then there's this third ad that touched on a theme that you raised earlier in thinking about your own life and, and the hugs. So tell us about that one. It's called Abuelita. There's no words, no, no dialogues or anything, but it's a visual story of a grandmother that starts the ad kind of adjusting, kind of putting things together in her house. Like you see that she's nervous, anxious, kind of getting ready for something, waiting. Eventually, the, the, the bell rings. She opens the door. And there's a younger woman and two kids, her daughter and the grandkids. And there's that moment of pause. And the kids look at each other, look at the mom, kind of asking for permission. Because they, they don't, can, can they do it? And there's this one second that lasts forever and the mother says, go for it. And they run and hug the grandmother and the camera spins around them and the mom kind of holds a tear together. The seed for this ad was that image PJ had pulled way back in the early brainstorming session, the photo of the mother and daughter hugging. And who was this ad intended to reach? The multi-generational hugs, they work with everyone, but it works especially well with the Latinx community. 
because there's like the, the immigrants and family that is abroad that you cannot travel to see. I, I, I recognize that in my own life. The, the distance makes that hug even more important, right? Because it only happens once a year and you cannot even have that anymore. The Ad Council says about three quarters of Americans over 13 have seen their vaccination ads. But PJ says there's still more work to do. Only about half the U.S. population is fully vaccinated. And he'd like to see more reach out to rural communities where vaccination rates are lower. We haven't given them all the arguments that we had to give. And that's a a very important step that we have ahead. And we have to understand, we cannot just go there as people from the city tell, okay, rural America, now it's your turn to take the vaccine to solve the problem of the country. We cannot. That That is the one thing we cannot do. We need to go there, talk to them, understand their frustrations, their anxieties, their fears, and talk to them. How are you measuring success? For me, the only the only measure of success is the feeling that this is all behind us, which is not there yet. There is the, the feeling of progress, the number of vaccinations going. But it's for me, it's very different. Measuring progress is very different from measuring success. Measuring success is this is over, is the clear feeling, the clear evidence that this is behind us, which is not. There's still a lot of work to do. That's all for today, Thursday, July 22nd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.